Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. This is CBS Eye on Veterans, reporting for the Military News and Veteran Lifestyle website, ConnectingVets.com. I'm Navy vet and journalist Phil Briggs. On today's show, we're going to meet some veterans turned entrepreneurs who not only have incredible stories, but some really cool products that make ideal stocking stuffers for this Christmas season. This hour, we'll hear about veteran-made coffee, an incredible skincare line, but we'll kick off our holiday shopping with an Army veteran behind Triangle Fragrance. Triangle Fragrance founder Magda Khalifa designed this luxurious collection to bring self-help to the beauty world. And as we're about to hear, one heck of a cool story growing up in New York City, witnessing the 9-11 attacks, joining the Army, jumping right into two combat tours in Iraq, and uh, coming out the other side with lessons learned, and founding companies, writing books. I mean, it's just completely changed the game for Miss Magda Khalifa, and I'm so honored to have you on the show, Magda. Welcome to CBSI and Veterans. Thank you, Phil. So wonderful to be here. I caught you in Bunker Lab's holiday gift-giving guide, and I saw fragrances. And I'm like, you know, I know vets make coffee. I know there's cigars out there. Everybody's got a T-shirt brand now. I was like, I had never heard of anybody getting into the fragrance line. And so quickly, tell me about Triangle Fragrance off the top, and then we'll go backwards and dive a little bit into your history. Sure, sure. So Triangle Fragrance is the world's first modern luxury fragrance for men and women. It is 100% ingredient transparent, and it's clean beauty. So it doesn't contain the toxins such as parabens and phthalates and sulfates and mineral oil and dyes, like all the things that have eroded the quality of fragrances that are out there. So this is a clean beauty offering. And the reason it is serving in the military, we were exposed to so many toxins and that led to health issues. So as I learned that that was the root cause of a lot of the health issues and struggle that I was having when I came back from war, it made sense, pun intended, years later to create something that was clean, that did not contain the toxins that, you know, uh, typically do exist. It's, it's just a different phase in, um, our, 
you know, in our world right now and in the industry. So that's the offering that I present. That's wild. I had no idea that like aqua de jour or whatever all those weird perfume ads are. I had no idea that there were toxins in that. I guess I never really thought about what makes a fragrance fragrance. I guess I just thought they, I don't know, like squeezed old Italian leather and got oil out of it. And that's what made it smell that way. But they're really putting noxious stuff in those mainstream perfumes and colognes we see. Unfortunately, in so many of the scents, but not just in, in, you know, fragrance that we spray to smell, you know, nice and attractive, but in so many of the consumer goods and products that we use in our household. So it's much like we are seeing, you know, there's a shift in what we eat and in the quality of the ingredients and what's not added to ingredient to, uh, to food anymore, you know, packaged food or, or whatnot. You know, we're seeing that enter the beauty world slowly. You know, it's, it, there's still a lag. And, and that's why it's, it's good to be an industry disruptor. You know, right now, Triangle Fragrance is literally the only 100% ingredient transparent luxury collection out there. So why not disclose the ingredients? Let the consumers make that decision. It mirrors what we're seeing in the food industry as well. So cool. I guess I want to know a little bit about what the smells are of Triangle Fragrance. Uh, jokingly, you know, I said to a veteran buddy of mine, I'm going to talk about veteran cologne and perfume tomorrow. He's like, what does that smell like? He's like, if it were me, it'd smell like cigars and bourbon. But uh, what are the scent profiles that we get with this Triangle Fragrance? Yeah, so, so great question. So um, I have the red line, the white line, the blue line, uh, two scents in each. So there's six individual scents with their own unique scents. And uh, the red line consists of confidence for women. That's rose, lavender, vanilla, and whiskey. It's the, we call it the little black dress of the collection for women. Women will understand that. You know, it's the go-to grade for day and night. And victory is the Russian leather, uh, the bourbon, the Cuban tobacco, and vanilla. And it's, it's the, um, I call it the alpha, uh, ultra masculine scent. You know, it's, it's, you know, the scent that you would be enjoying, let's just say you close the business deal or you just, you know, uh, defeated the enemy, you know, you're sitting back having your, your Cuban cigar. And this would be the scent that represents all of that. And its name, um, you may appreciate this stems from, uh, if you remember the movie Apocalypse Now, that scene on, on the, on the beach with the helicopters flying overhead. And I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Smells like victory smells like victory and they're surfing on that beach and the and the helos are flying over oh my gosh what that's one of the greatest of all time amen exactly and and that was always you know that that scene was always in my mind you know from that cult film and um so when i was designing it i mean the the names and you know are very intentional and does tie back to the book we'll get into that later but it, victory was just apropos for that sense. So, so the red line, also call it the boozy line. It, they're beautiful masterpieces. Unbelievable. I think a lot of people, when they smell them for the first time, they cannot believe how, how elegant and powerful these scents really are. Um, so it's, it's, you know, obviously you have the marketing in there, but then you have the real meaning behind it. But ultimately, without knowing anything about, you know, the creator, the origin, uh, if you did a, a blind smell test, I mean, these would reign supreme as king and queens. 
<laughs> oh, that is awesome. I love the descriptors there from the rose and the lavender with the vanilla for the ladies. And then that kind of, yeah, leathery smell with the vanilla for men. Yeah, just in the descriptions, I can really get it. And it actually sounds like some of the candles that you see too. I think you nailed it there with the scent profiles. Uh, how does one get into making a perfume and cologne or a fragrance line? You were U.S. Army Civil Affairs, uh, spent some time behind a turret with a 50 cal at your ready. None of that has anything to do with chemistry, perfumes, and fragrances. Although, you know, the smell of gunpowder is certainly a fragrance. But where is your opening into this lane? You know, forgive the pun, but it literally one day made sense to go in this direction. Um, so I'm, I'm not the master perfumer. That's not my expertise. So I found the right master perfumer who could bring this vision to life. And in doing so, you know, I obviously had tied everything back to the book. So I knew what I wanted it to smell like. I just don't have the expertise to, to mix scents together to create it. So I relied on his expertise to create it. You know, we went back and forth and it had to be just Right. And as I mentioned, I didn't want these scents to be, you know, similar to any other scents that were out there because of the power behind them and what they represent. And I realized I could introduce something very powerful, this self-help concept that people can apply to their lives. Now, Army veteran Magda Khalifa's Triangle Fragrance Collection may be the first of its kind, as it was inspired by her own self-help journey and the book she wrote just after leaving the military called American Dream. But before there was a fragrance, before there was a book, there was her commitment to our country. She served with U.S. Army Civil Affairs, which works closely with the special operations community and directly with local Iraqis. Um, when you look back at the um, special forces teams in Vietnam and the work that they did with the local populace, you know, so obviously they have a direct action role, but then they have this other civil affairs side to it. We were out and about, and obviously the operating environment constantly changed and constantly shifted. And, uh, you know, sometimes we rolled out with them. Sometimes we rolled out organically ourselves in the psychological operations team. Uh, yeah, we did a lot of different things. Let's have one personal or cultural connection you made with a local there. You know, in some ways you detach yourself from like developing like personal connections. And I'll tell you why, because we lost so many, like the interpreters we worked with, it was rough. I mean, they're out there, you know, I remember the one in 2004, the, the base we were at in the middle of the city, Bakuba, uh, they would come to work at our location. You know, there were about 50 Americans there. And uh, yeah, when, when things got heated, you know, they, sometimes they didn't come in and we found out they were killed on the way and often brutally. And, you know, so you kind of learn to detach yourself in a way, you know, you develop a relationship, but they may not be there the next day. That part was hard, you know, and I had to learn to, to callous up real hard because I, you know, that was just the nature of the war. So I saw both sides, you know, it was really interesting, but, you know, we relied on them for, you know, none of us were fluent Arabic speakers. So, you know, obviously we needed interpreters to, to, you know, work with us when we went to the meetings. And um, in 2004, when they came into our location, you know, they would interpret for, say, families that 
you know, came in, they had, they wanted to uh, discuss, you know, hey, you know, your, your, your tanks ran over our cow or our chickens and, you know, they wanted compensation, you know, salacious payments for, you know, someone who was incidentally, you know, killed in, in during a military operation. So we needed interpreters to help with that. They played a very, very important role. And um, I know of uh, some that made it to the United States eventually and, you know, others that obviously did not. They were they were killed, you know, by Iraqis. You met a lot of people, work with a lot of people, different units, coalition side. And then, of course, um, you know, people on the ground. And then with all those experiences, I mean, you could just write a book. But in fact, you did write a book. You get back, you're trying to fit back in, get yourself a different career, now civilian side, and you're processing a lot of heavy stuff that you don't even really know you're going to process when you first get out. And I've talked to countless veterans, and it's always kind of the similar pattern as the months and years go forward. You know, your, you know, your headspace is changing. And that's where some folks kind of struggle to fully process. But that's where I was really just amazed to see before the perfume, before the cologne line, before triangle fragrance, um, you actually were able to kind of help other veterans on this path with your book, American dream dream itself, all capitalized. And it's an acronym. Tell me about what dream stands for. And then just a bullet or two about what we'll get from that book, American dream. So dream stands for discipline, resilience, endurance, adaptability, and mentorship to succeed and win in life. So it was the culmination of my life's experiences and lessons learned that I was able to apply to get on the right side of it. Again, take control of my life. Hence the freedom triangle. So when I started writing the book, I had no idea I was going to discover this philosophical framework called Freedom Triangle, which is the next level after Maslow's, right? No idea that that was going to happen and come to me. You know, um, I started writing the book to, you know, obviously, you know, capture history. History is so important. And I knew, um, you know, what I had, you know, been through and experienced needed to be captured and shared because history matters, right? Um, but I wanted to write it as a self-help book with lessons learned for the younger generation, because I realized something has shifted, you know, in the past 20 years, you know, it's a different world. And they didn't, um, you know, their experiences don't necessarily, you know, get them the the lessons that, you know, our Gen X, you know, brethren have experienced in life, right? So, and then the war story would kind of color and fill it in and just show them examples. So each chapter has some takeaways, you know, that they can apply in their lives. So, so that's why I started writing the book that way. And then in the process of writing this book, boom, that's where that freedom triangle literally came to the forefront of my mind. It's very powerful. And I outline that in there and share that through the epiphany process. And I, it was kind of like, Hey, I am writing this book. I had, you know, plan A and now all of a sudden it's expanded into plan B because there's, this is something very powerful and it's happening real time. And I need to share this with you now. And I hope you could take something from this away and apply it to your life right now and realize like anything's possible. And no matter what you've been through, no matter your struggle, no, it doesn't matter what happened to you or what you've been through. You, you can turn things around and that's very powerful. And, and that's how it came out, you know? So it's, wow. 
cliffhanger, but you know, the, 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 you know, going into, it's like going into a tunnel, you have a mission, right? You're going to, you're going to do this, this objective, that next objective. And then all of a sudden you, you, you discover the gold. You're like, what? We didn't think there was going to be gold in this tunnel, but I, I need, I need to get this out there. I know, you know, <laughs> I'm going to keep surging forward through this tunnel, but I have to get this out there because now this, this is changes everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just I'm just blown away that you were like yeah. writing a book in part to help your own transition because you were kind of struggling, but then you wanted to help others and realize, okay, maybe you have some yeah. secret sauce here. Maybe yeah. you kind of stumbled upon this dream acronym and you're making this book for other folks, veteran or not veteran. Maybe it's somebody going through a divorce. Maybe it's somebody going through something like that needs a little inspiration. And in it, you find the gold, which becomes mm-hmm. the triangle, which eventually inspires this fragrance line. Um, as we wrap with our discussion about triangle fragrance, what is the freedom triangle that we kind of uncovered while writing this book? Uh, just get us some bullet points on that. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's the state of taking control of your life through inner peace and personal freedom something we all aspire to. And then the three points of that freedom triangle are time freedom, health freedom, and mind freedom. And those three elements need to be in place for someone to truly find that point of significance in their life where everything changes. And when I found mine in 2019, everything changed. Uh, A total 180 from the 10 years prior, for sure. So I can now sit back, read the book, American Dream. I can put on a little triangle fragrance and get the oaky, smoky smells of some leather and vanilla there and um, learn how to live my best life. I can't think of a better Christmas gift to give somebody. The book, again, American Dream, Triangle Fragrance and uh, Magda Khalifa, A Life Well Lived. Uh, We're going to unpack more of this on a future episode, but I just wanted to make sure that we get some time in with you to talk about these Christmas gift offerings that you have. And if I want to learn more, if I want to pick up some Triangle Fragrance, where do I go? Sure. uh, Trianglefragrance.com. And uh, the, the books on there is too as well. But also if they go to MagdaKhalifa.com, it has links to everything as well. Army veteran Magda Khalifa. I'm going to go out and get some right now. I know my wife might appreciate it if I smelled, if I put a new scent in my game. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Now up next, we'll take a look at more gift ideas made by veteran-owned businesses. And our next guest offers something that not only makes your skin feel good, but it's also good for it, too. Former Army Captain Liz Reed is the founder of Tiny Human Skin Care. And the story behind this all-natural skincare line is truly what being an entrepreneur is all about. And it's going to be especially interesting for parents of kids suffering from eczema. So with that, let's say hello to Army veteran Liz Reed. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's truly a, a privilege, for sure. Yes, it is. And you know, I love talking to veteran entrepreneurs. So uh, I'll start us off here with just a couple cliff notes. You and your husband were both army officers. Your husband's still in and uh, your specialty at the time was logistics. And after proudly serving for many years, you took a step back to help your son deal with some unique health challenges. And that's sort of where the tiny human skincare line got its start. Tell me about it. Absolutely. So my son was diagnosed with autism at the age of two, shortly after he had his brain surgery, and he literally had therapy at eight hours a day. He also has eczema. So he had. I didn't want to make him choose between his mental health and his physical well-being. So 
as a licensed esthetician as well, I figured I can I can create a solution for this. So I did. Since the doors of my business at that point in time were forced to close, I got in the kitchen and I just started making up solutions and things like that to honestly help him with his skincare journey. It was a lifestyle choice that we had to make with him being at such a young age and at four at the age of four. I really wanted him to have a sense of independence. Because at that point in time in therapy, we were teaching him how to be his own young man. And I didn't want to be the person in the in the bathroom every day with him, walking him through the process. So I developed a two-part skincare system that was really easy for him to use. We came up with the cleansing mousse and with the facial oil. And after a while of using it, I'm like, this, this, could, this could really be something that I could sell. After formulating for about two and a half years, I was able to become a part of Target's uh, formulation program that they have for entrepreneurs. They were really breaking barriers and help educating people about the importance of clean formulations. So I was able to meet with the EPA, Novi Connect, and Come Forward. These organizations combined with the forces of Target really helped me to refine my formulation. And after formulation, I participated in the Goldman Sachs One Million Black Business Strong program. And I was finally able to find a manufacturer that was able to honor my specific needs for formulation. So finally, the product was able to hit the market. Tiny human skincare is born. I love it. You are a true angel. I know all my special needs parents out there uh, feel like you were chosen to be that parent and one of the most beautiful things ever and laud you for doing that. But as a parent myself of a child with eczema, This really serves, I think, as the best example of like entrepreneurship because like the best products or like the best inventions were made to solve a problem. And I fight it with my second grader all the time. I got to get the cream on before school, but I don't want the cream. And he's seven. He don't want to sit still. He's running (laughs) around. He gets the creams on him. And if like we found one brand we could use that we do, but sometimes we have to use cream. Sometimes we have to use desinide. Sometimes it stings. It's so tough as a parent to see your kids struggling with that. And then the itching throughout the day and you went to the kitchen to do your own chemistry before this got to be manufactured, you were just in your kitchen. How on earth did you know what products to begin experimenting with? And what were some of those early variations? Like, how'd you know how to treat the eczema? So for me, a lot of the, the products that are out there for eczema don't allow for the skin to breathe. They're very, very thick and occlusive. So literally, if you don't properly cleanse or moisturize the skin before you apply the product, it, it loses like the full efficacy of what of what it could really do. So as I was formulating, I really want to create something light and that will be really, really quick absorber and that you could apply it multiple times without it stinging or burning or being really ineffective. Uh, I also realized in the formulation process that um, there are so many chemicals and toxins within the formulation. With my son already having eczema, I already went label crazy. It's like reading about the chemicals, the toxins, the dyes, all the things that could genetically alter child development as they grow older. So it was so tough to find the things that I wanted and my background, honestly, in beauty. I was a beauty queen in college. I was Miss University of Arkansas and I had to learn how to do my own makeup. I had to learn how to do my own skin. So alongside my service, I honestly was a makeup artist. I never really talked about it at all because how can you do beauty while you're serving? It was just something fun that I did on the weekend. Um, actually, when I got first stationed at Fort Knox, I met a photographer and she loved my makeup so much. She was like, I just want to hire you. Whenever I have clients on the weekend, can you please come and help me? So I said, sure. So my background honestly started in makeup. 
And once we got stationed to Fort Bragg, I decided to ramp it up and take it even more seriously. And I became a licensed esthetician. So with that knowledge of being a licensed esthetician and playing around with makeup, I really had an opportunity to learn about different skin types and tones and textures and how everybody needs something different. But the one thing that I did find common amongst all skin types, shades, hues, and ages is the moisturization and the cleansing process. And the the simpler uh, formulations honestly do better. Man, that is crazy. From like beauty and the pageant game and makeup <laughs> and all that to U.S. Army to being okay. being an angel for your son that is raising him with these special challenges and the eczema. And you were like destined to be the one to design this. That is wow. That's awesome. Um, Can I ask about ingredients of this? Absolutely. Uh, I know Fort Bragg. I don't know if I would know what on the store shelves to buy in order to create a skin mousse that cleans and is light or a moisturizer. Like, do you get it at Walmart? Is it in the grocery store? Do you got to go to like, you know, the vegan transcendental meditation aisle to find (laughs) where like this stuff is? What kind of stuff did you have to find and experiment with to get the recipe right? So I was honestly privileged as a licensed esthetician. I was able to get access to pharmaceutical grade medical products. So I was obsessed with just honestly trying products, just trying to see what would be best for me to carry within the spa. So I was already in the trial error phase of products to see what would be the best fit for me. And honestly, for soldiers, I feel like a lot of people don't realize men in the military, they have the strongest struggles when it comes to skincare. They're constantly shaving their face all the time, the razor bumps, the ingrown hairs. So I was already in that process of trying to find something that wasn't very feminine or um, heavy in scents and fragrances for men who served because a large portion of my clientele were men in the army who served. So because of those experiences and just reading labels, trying to figure out simple skincare solutions for men, it was easy to transition that research that I was doing for them to children. Capitalism teaches us that we need to have a cleanser, a toner, an exfoliator, all these steps. You don't need any of that stuff. You just need consistency and really, really good formulations to have great skin. So forget some of the widely promoted things on the store shelves there from the aftershaves to and other kinds of moisturizers. What is it about tiny human skincare again that makes this a better product and especially ideal for those with things like eczema? Absolutely. So what makes a tiny human skincare different from all the other products out there is that we developed a formulation of philosophy. We have a no-nonsense list of things that we refuse to absolutely put into our products because for one, it irritates the skin and two, it could genetically alter a child's development and for three, it could affect our planet and our earth. A lot of people don't realize the chemicals and toxins that we put on our body They affect our water, our land, food sources, property values, and most of these areas who are socially disenfranchised and can't afford the higher end products because of all the chemicals and toxins. So not only are we helping you to to choose smarter and cleaner formulations, we're also educating the world about how these chemicals and toxins that we are using for temporary vanity purposes affect us in the long term. So within our formulations, we were very intentional about choosing vegan products. We were very intentional about using plant-based products. Our facial oil is comprised of squalene oil based from uh, from sugarcane. We have sunflower oil, which is heavy, packed with vitamin D. Uh, Within our cleansing mousse, what makes it different, what we call the mousse in comparison to all the foams that you have out there in the market is that it's based in glycerin. 
And glycerin just naturally encourages moisture and things like that to come to the skin. A lot of uh, products out there in the market have alcohols, unnecessary dyes, which are na uh, natural irritants and disrupt the actual acid mantle layer of the skin, which is this is an invisible layer that we have to help fight off bacteria and viruses. And once you disrupt that acid mantle layer of the skin, a little protective barrier, you're then disrupting the actual skin cells and causing those things to break down. So in my mind with formulation, all I kept thinking about is how can we make sure that this acid mantle of skin is nourished and protected? And for me, oils are honestly the secret. Well, I can't think of something better to find in your stocking this Christmas season than a little cleansing mousse and a little moisturizer from the tiny human skincare line. Hearing about the way it was made, hearing about the formula, hearing about the inspiration that your son's eczema provided, and uh, hearing about that fascinating background, part army captain, part beauty queen, part makeup <laughs> artist, you were just destined to do this. And uh, it's just something, again, I can't thank you enough for doing because the entrepreneurialism, starting a business, solving a problem, that's what post-military service looks like. And uh, you're doing it with Tiny Human Skincare. Where do I get more information about this exciting product line? All right. Tiny Human Skincare on every social media platform, tinyhumanskincare.com. You're more than welcome to go out there and purchase it. It's best if you do in the combo that you get a special little discount if you get both. But if you're just an oil lover, if you just want to try to test out the cleanser, you're more than uh, happy to do that as well. On our website, we also have gift cards. So if you want to give someone the liberty of choosing, you can give them a virtual gift card and send that to them via email. And you don't even have to worry about shipping. I know my eczema boy is going to be curious to try this. We can't wait to get it. Tiny Human Skincare. Google that, and uh, you got yourself one heck of a good stocking stuffer. Uh, former Army Captain Liz Reed, pleasure getting to know you, ma'am. Pleasure knowing you too, sir. <laughs> Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans and here to make your holiday shopping easier. We are talking veteran made products, veteran owned companies and some cool things to stuff in your stocking this year. And well, this next one is just delicious and a great way to start your day. There are dozens of coffee brands out there and there are some real ubiquitous names out there in the veteran coffee space. But uh, this next one I found is a much smaller brand comes to us from the great state of South Dakota and the military spouse, Lisa Johansson. The brand is Retro Warrior Coffee. Welcome to CBS Ion Vets. Thank you, Phil. Nice to meet you. Good to have you on the show and love talking about a good cup of joe. I'm one of those typical radio guys or broadcasting journalist guys, cup of coffee in the morning, usually one in the afternoon, get me going again. And it's an essential part of my life. I was curious to get to know a little bit more about your brand and a little bit more about the beans and the roast. Before we get into any of that, let's just start military connection here. Military runs deep in your family. Yes, it does. And apparently we have a couple of uh, distant family relatives that decided to dump a bunch of tea in the harbor. But coffee runs in our veins. Um, apparently, you know, it, it's, uh, it became the symbol of the revolution many, many years ago. And people used to meet in coffee shops and talk about um, have political conversations. So, so yeah, the, the immediate family connection. I grew up with, um, hearing, hearing my grandpa talk about, you know, having served in World War II and then he served in Korea and my dad served as well in the military during Vietnam. And, um, my husband has served as well. So my husband was a Connecticut state trooper for years. 
And, um, and he actually served during 9-11, went, went active duty after 9-11. Yeah, that's, um, that's kind of the, the military background. Now, Lisa's connection to military-themed coffee came from her experience initially as a graphic designer, who found that so many military-inspired brands lean on the macho, special operations imagery, guns, skulls, and babes, something she said is fine, but she wanted her coffee brand to help tell authentic military stories. We want to raise the next generation to love our nation too. And so I wanted the bag that's sitting on the on the countertop for mom and dad to be something that would inspire the little kid that's eyeball level right at the countertop height looking at that label and going, what's that about? That's kind of cool. And it's a, it, it can be a history lesson. It can be whatever. She found a former chemist turned coffee roaster and began making Retro Warrior coffee. And now it's a growing brand that offers great flavors and a history lesson in every cup. All of these are, are posters that I've taken and put a coffee twist on them. So you will have, for example, Patrick Henry in the Virginia Assembly holding up a bag of Retro Warrior coffee and saying, give me coffee or give me death. So there, there are things like that. Um, we have a old poster where... They were trying to promote getting more nurses enlisted, and they said, you know, fighting men need nurses. And um, so with this poster, instead of, you know, there, there's a nurse cradling a soldier that is, is uh, he's he's been wounded in battle, you know, it's it, coffee can fix it. And I'm trying to keep a positive message about it. And um, so that that became the, the, the label there was coffee can fix it. Morning Rush has has. Um, oak notes to it. It is a, it is from, um, the Chiapas region of, um, of Mexico. Rancho San Francisco is the, the farm. And, um, it's just, it's, it's honestly, it's my, my husband's favorite. And so, so to say the least, we get about three bags delivered to our house every, every month. And so, mm. yeah. Nice. A nice light coffee though with the, right. with the punch to get you going. Give me another flavor, another story. I love this. Okay. Okay. So, um, I would say my favorite is the espresso, um, which is from Mexico, Honduras. And it's our espresso roast. It's called pour it on. Um, I love it because I have an espresso machine in our house. And, um, so that has become a staple as far as, um, it, it just, I, I love the flavor of it as, as, as an espresso. We also have the same beans, the Mexico, Honduras beans in, coffee can fix it. And it has kind of dark chocolate caramely notes to it. And um, coffee can fix it is just a darker roast. And, um, and then we have it's also related to premium liftoff where we add an Ethiopian bean to that mix. And that brings in the dried fruit flavors into the uh, into that that particular roast blend that we have. Um, so you've got Ethiopia, Mexico, Honduras in a premium liftoff, and it's pretty good. Darker roast, is that something that we typically see like after meals, after dinner? Is that kind of when you might want the darker roast? You know, it depends on your caffeine tolerance. <laughs> so I would actually say um, there's a lot of coffee brands out there that don't offer a decaf, and we do. Um, our our decaf coffee does not taste like decaf. It is um, using a Swiss water process, decaffeination process. To tell you the story on that really, really quick, it's Ghost Army Decaf. I chose Ghost Army Decaf um, as the name because it is legit coffee with no firepower. And if you don't know the story of the Ghost Army during World War II, 
you have to go to the website. The Ghost Army was a super secret squirrel operation that happened during World War II. They recruited out of Hollywood and they had a fake army and they fooled the Axis powers with fake radio transmissions, fake tank sounds. They had, they would roll out tank tracks in the, in the ground and they had um they had jeeps and other um i believe on the photo that i've got on ghost army decaps label it is a blow up tank just an air filled tank and um they, they would roll out there and then just set them up as as props so they fooled the axis powers into thinking that they were attacking from the north and so when when all of the troops landed on Normandy, they were still so convinced, no, 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 they're attacking from the north, that that, that gave the, the, the troops that were landing that little advantage that they needed to be able to infiltrate the way that they did. Little known fact also inspired the endless amount of holiday inflatables that are now in everybody's lawn every year, right? It all started with the ghost army go. and fake tanks. Circa World War II. Uh, good there we stuff. Go. And I love how your coffee blends together a great flavor, a great bean, and a great story, you know, right. including some history in there. And that is right. super cool. Uh, aptly named Retro Warrior Coffee. Where do I find out more about Retro Warrior Coffee? Go to RetroWarrior.com and you will find everything you need. If you have any questions, you can hit the chat bubble right down in the lower right-hand corner of the the website, and somebody will get back to you as soon as humanly possible. And you can also find us on social media at Retro Warrior Coffee is our handle. Facebook and Instagram, it's Retro Warrior Coffee. Really cool. From 1776, dumping tea in the Boston Harbor to now, you you know, this this home-based coffee company that's growing and made in America by a military veteran family. For Christmas, get yourself some Retro Warrior Coffee. Lisa Johansson from the great state of South Dakota. Pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much, Phil. It's a pleasure being here. Now that's a wrap on our gift shopping for this week. And you can find links to Triangle Fragrance, the Tiny Human Skincare Line, and Retro Warrior Coffee on ConnectingVets.com. Just look for the CBS Ion Veterans podcast page. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs, and I'll talk to you again when CBS Eye on Veterans returns. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Eye on Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. Two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder... Why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? 
Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.